0: And like you said, that watching that monitor, mm-hmm. I, I remember hardly sleeping because I just, you literally just was changing watching it. on the monitor. Nothing mm-hmm. was changing. Like he was stable. It was fine. I knew he was okay. But, but still you just watching. can't keep your fucking eyes off. Welcome to Raw the podcast with Amy and Grecian, where we talk real and raw with mamas who have had to fight and be fierce, who have been
1: thrown curveballs and faced adversity. We discuss everything from premature birth and NICU life, special needs and infant loss, to those everyday mum life struggles we all feel. Nothing is off topic. We hope that by opening up and being vulnerable, we can break down the walls and start to remove some of the shame and stigma associated with these traumatic experiences, while helping other mamas feel less alone. I'm Amy,
0: special needs and medical mama to Premi boys James and Jack. I'm the founder of my own small business and support network, Miracle Mama, where I advocate fiercely for the infertility, Premi and
1: special needs community. And I'm Grecian, mama of four girls, including two full termers, Adeline and Macy, and a set of premier twins, Hannah and Riley, born at 25 weeks. I'm an IVF warrior and am passionate about sharing the unfiltered ups and downs of motherhood. We don't share your average mama stories. And this isn't your average podcast.
0: Raw is unrefined and breaks through the bullshit of navigating guilt, grief and trauma. I mean, let's be honest, we've been through more shit than some could even imagine. So at this point, we don't really have a filter. But with this being said, please note we do talk about sensitive topics in our episodes, which we know can be distressing. We give this warning simply to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Please take care of yourselves and don't hesitate to ask for help if you
1: need it and lastly let us assure you that it's not all bad and sad it's a place to have real and raw conversations ask those questions that may be playing on your mind and above all we hope to shine a light on the life-changing perspective and appreciation that only these experiences can give you We share the overwhelming joys and triumphs that our little miracles bring to our lives and we discuss the inspiration and hope we have gained from this community. While our experiences are individually unique, we are forever a part of something truly special. A community of fierce mama bears and their cubs navigating the storm and together we'll roar. Welcome back, Roras. Hi, Amy. Hey, Grecian. There it is. <laughs> hey, <There>, Grecian. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yep. We've had a few messages about that. What a week. Hey. Oh my gosh. How yeah. are you? Let's start on a high first with some mum mum brain moments and we'll do the up updates soon okay we'll leave that let's start with some la- laughs yeah some lulls. let's yeah I need some laughs and some love and some yeah make me smile please all right so we put a shout out in the Aurora's
0: Facebook group for your mum brain moments for the week and there's a few great ones there's about four that are from the same person oh god <laughs> shout out you know who you are we'll just read a few from the list so obviously these are your silly moments things you've done when you've been super Mm -hmm. tired i don't really have one this week so i'm just putting everyone else in it so someone said finally getting the chance to go bra shopping only to realize i wore a dress so i had to completely undress in the change room to get fitted then realised I had my underwear on inside out.
1: Whoops. <laughs> Hashtag mum goals. <laughs> oh, dear. I would have tried to, like, keep my dress, like, tucked up somehow, like, covering oh, it just my shows undies, that it all, but...
0: goes, it all goes
1: out the window when you become a mum. Doesn't it mm-hmm. all sense
0: of personal care? Uh, yeah That would so be me. Or I'd have, like, rock up in my mum knickers that are torn. Oh, yeah, had holes you know in it, that...
1: or really stretched yeah. or something.
0: Mm-hmm. You know that there's there's like a meme or something that goes around about um, you know you spend like fifty dollars on a jumper for your kids, meanwhile yeah, yeah, you're yeah. wearing your the, underwear from like from pregnancy ten. Yep, <laughs> yeah. the
1: pregnancy ones yep. are the best. Oh, they're so comfy. Especially that's like, kind of, that's well, that's what I'm wearing for now me, for me. Yeah, yeah. Yep, the like, high black and waist ones I'm wearing. Yes. Yeah, yeah Yes. They're the best. <laughs> yeah. Another mum said, I left the kids' packed lunches and water bottles on the bench instead of taking them with us to the playground. I feel like I do this on the daily. I say too often. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, not daily. I forget something nearly every
0: day. I'm terrible with mm. being organised to go out. Terrible. It'll be like five minutes before we need to go somewhere. Yep. And Scott's like, Have you got this? Have you got this? Have you got this? I was like, No, no, no.
1: <laughs> see that's me that's me asking
0: Justin. I've got a bestie who is like so organized. She is so prepared. Every time I go anywhere I'm like oh Emerald have it. She'll have it. I won't need it cuz Emerald. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Don't bother packing that cuz you know yeah. she's got it. Uh, yep. Uh, another one said they washed their dishes with hand soap. Oh my <laughs> been very fragrant. <laughs> it would have um Next one, my mixed herbs seasoning was put in the fridge. I noticed it and then I just left it. <laughs> it's
0: like not even fixing Give me in by moment. Nah, like, nah, nah. nah. Uh, just leave it in there. I went to make a coffee and put a teaspoon of coffee in the sugar jar, not the coffee cup. It destroyed the whole jar. <laughs> I tasted coffee in my cornflakes last night. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, it's like That's I've gone to pour oh. my pour the milk and I've poured it into like the sugar container. Whoops. <laughs> mhm.
1: There goes all that sugar. Uh, so, <laughs> this one. Um I gave my infant the car keys with the other set inside and she locked me out of the car. Oh my gosh. Can you mm. imagine trying to get oh, or trying to get the baby to press the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I keep
0: thinking, I'm so glad we have a doggy door. I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I'm so glad we have a doggy door because I'd just get James to crawl in through the doggy door or I could even just crawl in through the doggy door if I ever needed to get back inside. But this reminds me of it. I've once locked our my car keys in the house. As I was, you know, taking Jack out, I was like, had everything, you know, all my hands full, walked out the house, shut my door. Mm. and I I didn't have my keys. Anyway, this was at our old house and – um, the only way to get into the house was to like climb over the f- side fence and um, go around the back. Thankfully, I had left the back door unlocked. So I was like, right. But what ha- <sighs> what do I do with Jack in that moment? Because I'm like, I can't <sighs> throw him over the fence or no. climb over the fence with him. He <laughs> can't say so stay there. I had to. Will I, they? <laughs> well, I had to literally give him the mobile phone with YouTube playing at the front door and be like, don't move. Thankfully he was old enough to understand, Mm. don't move. But I gave him the phone and I've never jumped a fence (laughs) and ran so fast in my entire life. (laughs) And then I went and opened the front door and he was just sitting there and looks up at me like, what's going on, mum? What are you stressed about? (laughs) Yeah. I did what you said. What do you think I'm going to do? Oh, panic Mm -hmm. mode. Panic mode. Anyway. Don't lock me away, please, guys. No judgment. No. No. (laughs) No judgment. Oh, the last one's funny. So this mum said, all right, mummy's going to cook Teletubbies now. <laughs> and she meant dinner, but Teletubbies was on the TV. <laughs> oh, God. You can just imagine the traumatised child Yeah, going. yeah. What? They cook the Teletubbies.
1: <gasps> uh, that reminds me of the Don't Top the Dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so cute. I just had my mum brain moment, though, just before. Oh, yes. Yes. Um yep. we started recording. I was ready to go waiting for Amy and I forgot to plug in my headphones, so I was trying to talk and they weren't plugged in. So I couldn't hear <laughs> I was anything. Like, Hello. <laughs> I'm like, like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god. It's been a week.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, you deserve to have multiple Mumbrae brain moments this week.
1: Well, I did have another one as well. Um, since obviously we were so busy let's put it busy preoccupied um, I forgot to take the bin out for the week and we came home yesterday with Riley from the hospital and there was maggots in our kitchen coming out of the bin oh. everywhere that was disgusting Fun. so that's my other mum brain, oh. mum brain moment so then we had a big clean up
0: oh that's just what yep. you want isn't it mm-hmm
1: hmm and then they After kept appearing back, you've had like, to come home Ugh. to that yeah yeah
0: it was gross did you just cry did you just look at it no <laughs> no I
1: was like we need to get that out well, like... like
0: the icing on the cake yeah <laughs> uh, pretty much uh, yeah I have a funny story it's not a mum brain moment but I have a really funny story that I just had to share so as we do we lay in bed well I'll have an update on this later but we lay in mm-hmm. bed with our boys we used to lay in bed with both of our boys we'd alternate who would lay in bed with who. Scott would do Jack one night, I'd do James and we'd swap the next night. Anyway, I was lying in bed with James and we have a little chat normally mm. before he goes to sleep and he randomly goes, mum, who do you love the most out of our family? And I said, well, I can't answer that because I love everyone equally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've told you the story, Gretchen. I li- at this point, I was also assuming that he means out of like just the four of us, not our extended family. Anyway, he goes... I think I love Arnie Katie the most. <laughs> I was like um excuse, excuse me? me? Hello. <laughs> Even more than me. And he starts like backpedaling going, "Oh, um oh, no, I mean, I love you too." <laughs> and then, and then he proceeded to say that the next best in the family was turkey, which is Katie's dog. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, "Wow. Thanks. I'm literally third in, third line, in line behind Katie yeah, and dog. Behind a dog as Thanks, well." Jay. Oh, mom! Oh, God. <laughs> and that's the, that's when you start to go, but James, like you start to feel guilty. Yep. I do this for yep. you. And I, I do birthed that for you. I do this. I feed you. Like, geez. Yeah. Just start guilt tripping your mm-hmm. own child. All the time. <laughs> oh, shit. Things kids say. Hey, made me laugh. All right. So we have decided to add a new segment to the start of every episode. It's going to be our hot tips, tricks, recommendations, life hacks. Recommendations? Yeah. yeah. Um, whatever
1: you want to call
0: it. <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to call it. Raw recommendations, basically. So Gretchen oh. and I obviously share a lot to our stories and we share a lot of tips and tricks, just mum life in general, but also medical mum life, special needs mum life. And um, we yeah. ask for a lot of advice yeah. on our stories as well. And you guys give us so many yes pieces of advice and information that we then normally go and share to everyone else so that Mm -hmm. everyone can be in on it. So essentially this segment will just be us telling you those things that we've found that really worked or that you guys have found and our followers have found have been really useful. So I'm going to start this week. So today Jack had his First ever smoothie, yay! It
1: seems that's a huge it seems,
0: thing. I know it seems so insignificant, but it's so huge for him. No. And it's purely because, you know, when we're out and about, it's hard mm-hmm. to thicken. It's hard to thicken a smoothie when you buy a smoothie at the shop. Um, yep, thickening you normally need to shake it. If you're a th- mum who's got a child on thickening, you know you need to shake it quite vigorously so it doesn't have any lumps and bumps. Um, I've always Mm -hmm. found it just too hard and Jack's never really, you know, been phased about it. He's never wanted a smoothie, never been too upset. We have thickened juice and other things, Mm. but, um, he's never really had a smoothie anyway. So I shared it to my stories, of course, because it was a huge milestone for him. And then I immediately Mm -hmm. had people recommending some hacks for thickening fluids on the go, which are brilliant. And I just think, why the hell didn't I think of this stuff Mm. earlier? Why didn't I do this I can't wait
1: to hear these.
0: Yeah. As always, I rely so heavily on my followers to keep me educated. Like, I feel like such a numbnut. Um, Anyway. (laughs) And me too. (laughs) Uh, I was like, some of the stuff that got sent through, I was like, wow. It's as simple as that. I could have been doing this for years. But he doesn't know any different, so. No, and he's never, like I said, he's never been too phased by it. He knows he's got his Subo bottle, which is one of my recommendations, which I'll bring in now. So this is my own hot tip. If you don't know about Subo bottles, I know Grecian, you've used them as well. Mm -hmm. Um, They're made for, they're technically made for smoothies for yogurt and they're a bottle that has a little platform inside that as the child sucks up, Whatever's inside the platform moves up, cleans the bottle at the same time, but it also um, allows them to have the the pull of that platform allows them to not have to suck as hard, essentially yep. as well. And it's no mess, no spills. So I got put onto the Subo bottle when Jack was about, I reckon, eight months old. He was on extremely thick fluids. He couldn't even suck through a that through a straw yeah, because it was so thick. So thick. Um, if yeah so thick it's like it's literally like a yogurt consistency so um he we tried every drink bottle we tried you know the Mm -hmm. the straw drink bottles but the if it was a squishy drink bottle it would literally just collapse with the pressure of him sucking like the drink bottle would just collapse in yeah yeah and then all the other harder drink bottles he just with the normal like the hard drink bottles with a normal straw like say a yeti for example or um Mm. the camelback drink bottles he
1: just didn't have the strength to suck from them because um, the straw is quite long so by the time you get it like up the straw yeah like yeah it's yeah it's too a lot hard. of
0: like he didn't have jaw strength to even eat properly mm-hmm. let alone to suck that hard to get those fluids up yep. and there was no reward like you know how you want that instant reward when you yep. when you suck you want to have the drink immediately anyway we got put onto Sobo bottles he went from drinking nothing orally to about 200 meals a day Like instantly. That's how quick we made the change. Like the next Mm. day he was drinking 200 mils orally. And then now he's on moderately thick. So again, that little bit less thick and a little bit easier, but he'll drink up to 400 mils out of his Mm -hmm. Subo bottle. We still use it. We have three because we rotate through them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they can be used for like all kids just have smoothies. You can even apparently put spaghetti in them. <laughs> I've never tried it. Yeah, I've
1: never tried breathal. that either. Spaghetti yeah. and like um
0: yeah.
1: Vitabrits or wheat bicks with milk and stuff like that. Like Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so cool. And no spill. Like you can it's breakfast on the go basically give them to them in the car on the way to school yep. and they can't get in a mess. So that's my hot tip. But then one of my followers recommended it's literally a two dollar fifty battery milk frother from IKEA. Oh. So it's one of those tiny whisk Spinny what things like you know, good things idea, do, like, yep, that you froth tiny the milk round with things on the end, yep. yes, and it automatically just mm-hmm. like it's a battery one, so it just spins and it thickens, like, it obviously mixes it all together without what any lumps and a bumps. Good idea,
1: yeah, instead of trying to use like a fork or something, like,
0: yeah, or a spoon and. You can, yep. you, you can literally do that in a takeaway cup as well. So you don't have to pour the fluid into a bottle to shake it. You know, you can mm-hmm. literally just put the thickener in the smoothie cup and whisk it and Go for it, Whiz it up. I know. Like that's what Amazing. I'm just like when she showed me that. I was like, oh, gosh, these are things that I just don't I know I need about. to get one of those. Yeah. $2.50 from Ikea.
1: <laughs> that's so cheap. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, because yeah, we use, when we're out and about, we use like a fork, but it never does it very well, no. and we use it properly. whisk get home, yeah. but yeah, there's always lumps. um Yeah, it's just not. We just shake it. We nice. put all,
0: we just put it in a bottle like a baby bottle and just shake it. Mm. um But even then, it's that's not not
1: foolproof to prevent. No, lumps, I like but, I like um, this uh, whisk idea. <laughs> yeah, electronic said it's a
0: thickener mixer staple. <laughs> just love that. <laughs>
1: like she's a sales lady. <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. so good. Another person recommended a portable blender where you actually put the liquid and the thickener mm. in, like, I guess it's like mm-hmm. a, um, so essentially, is like a. One of those a, battery um, ones as well? Yeah, but it's a battery one, it's like so a you can blend on the go. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's from Kmart and it was about $22. It's called a portable USB blender. I'm not sure what the USB part's about. Yep. Maybe that's just how you charge it. I think you can charge um, it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is just again so clever. So instead of me taking like what we do is we take a bottle, and we shake it. You could just pour instead. You could just pour it into this blender and it does it for you. Mixes it for you.
1: Whizz it around um, within like a yeah. few
0: seconds. So clever. And yeah, blend anything on the go anywhere. It just so makes so me wonder how I haven't ever thought of this stuff. But anyway, that's why you guys are here yep. to like I said educate me. Yep. <laughs> And make my <laughs> life so much easier without me having to put in the effort. It's so so thank good.
1: There are hot tips for this week for the dysphasia yeah. mums. Yeah, um, I've I've got one as well. Um, so lately, we haven't been using our infinity pump because we are running out of giving sets. So we've had to go back to mm-hmm. our kangaroo pump. And yep. obviously, with the kangaroo pump, you meant to hang it. So you meant to hang the bag mm-hmm. above the pump. Um, but yeah. we figured someone said, why don't you just take the air out of the kangaroo pump bag and use it the yes. same way as the Infinity? And I was like, what do you mean? They said you had to hang it. So we tried it and it literally works. Like why didn't I think yes. of that? So the pump is heavier for Riley, but like it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it works exactly the same. But you don't. You just got to make sure it, it doesn't kink over. No. Yeah. No. So you just go, yeah, yeah you got to make sure that the end doesn't kink and it's sits in the bag the same it's it is a bit heavier um Mm. but I'm like at least she doesn't have to be hanging and sitting in one spot like yeah so I thought that was wonderful why didn't I think of that beforehand
0: that's my hot tip (laughs) you can do that with the infinity pump too so whenever Jack used to wear his backpack we we had the mobile giving sets which are Mm -hmm. um, the ones with the cinchy attachment instead of the bottle attachment Yep. So we just get the cinchies um, from Tubi Fun, and put his liquid in there. Remove all the air, twist it on, and put. Yep. You could put that. You can put that all in his backpack without worrying about the air in the line, which was always the biggest thing. Like he could rough and tumble, he could stand upside down, mm-hmm. which he does often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and there would yep. never be an issue with air. And I was like, oh my god, mind blown, like life changing for him. Yep. Because before that, he was just having to sit while it hang or if we put the bottle in the mm-hmm. backpack they just get air in the line constantly so yeah yeah I'll yep. try and put some links in the show notes to where you can get all of this stuff um, and if you've got any questions obviously just send us a message because it can be
1: confusing if you're not looking at what we're talking about yeah definitely but yeah that infinity pump with with the cinchy bags is so good to get the yeah. air out and just oh, so much better yeah
0: it gives them so much more freedom yeah yep, yep. All right, I think we're going to head into life updates. First of all, we'll just let you all know that what this episode's about. So we are going to do life updates because obviously it's been a very big week. More so for Grecian with Riley's surgery, but yeah, we're it'll probably be mostly life update. But then we are going to get my amazing support coordinator Haley on to chat about NDIS, all of the basics, all of the stuff that people don't know about she's going to chat about what support coordination is how you can get the best out of your plan amazing amazing tips from someone who's been there and who gets the system and who knows how hard we have to fight all right so first up I have I have some news which I wanted to share with you all so you all remember maybe the OG listeners if you've been here for a while Olivia, who was a guest on our podcast in episode 9 and 10, talking about her struggle with infertility. She is pregnant, Oh, which I just had to announce here because if you've listened to those episodes, you will know how hard she fought. And eventually she was told that it wasn't going to happen and to just stop trying and to have a break and put her mental health first. And, yeah, she's recently announced that she's pregnant, which is just... That's amazing. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. When she she sent me the message, she's like, can you fucking believe it? I know. incredible. Yeah, incredible. So So special. Yeah. And I think because we get guests on here, but then people don't hear, they they don't get the follow-up, they don't know what goes on after that. So I thought just had to throw that in. Yeah, very special news. So congratulations. Very, very special. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll get into Jack. So start with the sleeping situation so last episode we mm. were gonna well I asked for your advice on trialing um yep. sharing a room with James and helping him to self-settle to sleep so we are now day seven of that trial and you'll never Ooh. you'll never believe he has just we <laughs> I can't even believe I'm saying this he has gone to sleep every night without us being in there. What? So we just have what we normally do, same routine, walk them to bed, read them mm-hmm. a story. Obviously, he's just on the floor on a mattress at the moment because we didn't want to yep. commit. You know, this is a trial. We didn't want to commit to bunk beds just yet. Yeah, yeah wait, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, we read a book, turn the lights off, say goodnight, time to sleep, and they might, you know, chat, giggle back and forth for 10 minutes, but then we go back and just mm. remind them, okay, that's enough, time to sleep now. And walk back out, mm-hmm. and they go to sleep. And I just cannot believe Aww. that I'm giving that news. Like it's just blown. That's my so mind. special. That's amazing. Uh, unbelievable. And we've gone from so Jack. Some nights would wake up three to four times a night, calling out for us, purely wanting to know, like purely wanting to know that we were there, and we'd have to lay with him for to, till he was back asleep. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been calling out, and if he has been calling out, it's only been once he'd call out mum and then we don't go in because he's not upset or doesn't keep calling mm, out and he's gone he's back just to sleep checking, on his own. So he right. has just, yeah, it's just Aww. completely, complete 180.
1: Amazing news. Yay. Yeah, and it's
0: all obviously he just wanted that safety, security. Yeah, that safety net of someone there. Having James there has made, yeah, yeah. So I feel like I'm a new woman with having Woohoo. restful <laughs> sleep. Like I feel, Yay. yeah, it's, yeah. So good. So yeah, we'll be making that a permanent move in the new year. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is exciting. And now I need to ask another piece of advice. Should we go bunk beds with a single on top and a double down below? Or should we just go a double bed where they sleep together? I've had pros and cons for each. I would love to know what you guys think, what you guys may have tried. Obviously, being in separate beds, you know, they're not going to muck around and having the double down the bottom of a bunk. We can climb in with Jack if need be, but then they'll outgrow bunks pretty quickly. And I thought having a bunk be- uh, a double bed, you know, James is eventually going to go into a double bed, so it might just be easier to put them in a bed mm. together. But I don't know. Let me know what you think. Are you go? Are your girls in? separate beds gracious. they
1: are in separate yeah yeah so they've got their bunks the low ones so they've got their own beds yeah so riley's um underneath hannah um in the ikea bunk and then mm-hmm. Addie's at the top of the bunk at the moment but macy will go underneath eventually um because we just don't have room for yeah. two single beds in yeah. each of the rooms and it just takes up space yeah. and the girls like sleeping in the bunks, so we've had really good success with that. But, yeah, I definitely, if you're going to go bunks, go the low bunks because trying to change them is shit otherwise.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll have to look into that.
1: Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still tossing up
0: between, yeah, the bunks and just doing a double bed and sleeping them together. But, yeah, pros and cons of each. And I'd love to hear what has worked for anyone else. Yeah. But I do have a story about the first night. So the first night they we put them to bed, together it probably wasn't the best night to do it because we had Scott's mum was here for dinner and
1: yeah, um, yeah I was gonna say here. you had visitors didn't you yeah
0: yep so they were obviously razzed up and it was they called out a fair bit and wanted us to go in and out which is fine but it was hilarious so Jack was just got so tired he was so tired mm. and I walked in there to tell him to calm down to tell James to be quiet so Jack could sleep and Jack had literally stood up he was like piling all of his teddies he takes like 10 teddies to bed he was piling them all into his arms and he was like that's it i'm out (laughs) he was ready to up and leave (laughs) (laughs) it was so cute and he just kept saying james is keeping me awake (laughs) mum." and that was enough for james to settle down though because he was like no jack don't leave don't leave he didn't want him to go so good old jack doesn't take shit from no one
1: (laughs) And, um, yep.
0: yeah that was enough for James to go okay I'll go to sleep and then they did they went straight to sleep but I just love how Jack took it into his own hands I was like mate where are you going to go yeah. you've <laughs> got no bed to go to it's here no <laughs> you've got nowhere else to go so cute <laughs> yeah. yeah but no yeah we Aww. haven't had to lay with him once to settle him which is just yeah that's amazing in, it's incredible such a turnaround yeah like huge yeah. turnaround so that's that all right, moving on to poo. I swear, I talk about the same things every week. but these are Jack's every week, main but that's issues that you guys are following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've—I don't know if I talked about it, but we've—I think we're going mm. to see the psychologist yeah, I anyway. Think we're we've going seen to see the psychologist, yep. and we talked about poo. So, as you all know, one of Jack's biggest issues is pooing. He's got a fear of pooing. Constipates himself by holding it in. Asks for nappies. And then just does little nuggets, and yep. constantly going through this cycle yep. of being either constipated and then having to soften his poo. Anyway, um, the psychologist, while we were there, she put on a video, a YouTube video. It's called "The Poo in You,"
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it basically shows what, how the poo travels through your gut down to your rectum, and it needs to come out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then it talks about if it doesn't come out, you get constipated, and it shows how the bow, like how the poo builds up, and how it can hurt and as yep. this video was playing jack just kept looking at me like just kept checking in with me and as you could tell his face started to drop oh. and then he started crying like full blown oh, yeah oh like my broke my heart ah. full blown like almost trauma cry like not a not a you know like a typical toddler oh, darling cry like this was a real yep. sad I'm upset cry. And the way he was looking at me, like, mum, you know, protect me. (laughs) It was just awful. Yeah, this, yeah, just, oh. Yeah, yeah, it was just like I could feel my heart breaking, shattering into pieces. Yeah. Anyway, the psychologist was like her gut reaction was to start distracting him because she was the same. She was like, oh, my gosh, like this Mm. is traumatic for him. So she started to distract him and then she goes, no, wait, what am I doing? No, we need to sit in this with him, and we need to feel this with him, and we need to nut this out, mm-hmm. um, which is her job essentially. So mm-hmm. she like, and he was really feeding off of me and my like reassurance, like I was saying, it's okay, Jack. I know it's, I know you're sad, you know. And she's like, oh, he's really feeding off that. So let's talk about it. And I said to him, I said, why is this? Why are you sad? And he goes, because it hurts. Which I think that's the crux of. We figured out that that's the crux of Jack's poo problems is that he's so scared that it's going to hurt. So she goes, okay, let's expand on that. And I said, oh, look, Jack, we we i'm now softening your poos i'm giving you a medicine every morning mm-hmm. to make sure your poos are nice and soft and i said has it hurt recently do your poos hurt now and he says no and i said no they're not going to hurt anymore because mommy's giving you the special medicine to make sure your poos are nice and soft it won't hurt anymore yeah, I'm trying
1: to reassure him
0: yeah and the psychologist is like right tomorrow morning when you make up his medicine show him show him that this is the medicine that makes his poo soft like get him really involved in the story mm. and at that moment jack was like Medicine in my mouth. Put it in my mouth. I want the medicine, and that's what he focused on. And he wanted it then and there. He wanted this medicine oh. in his mouth. And I was like, Jack, no, we don't give the medicine Yeah, like because he hasn't, he doesn't know that he's getting it because it goes in his peg.
1: Because it goes in his peg. So he's just, yep. Then
0: he was like, Put the medicine in my mouth. I want the medicine.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So. Yeah. Then I had to explain that yes, it get he gets it in his peg every morning. And so she said, Yep, show him, show him tomorrow morning how you make it up and how it goes into his belly yep. and it goes into his peg. And um that that's to help his poos be soft and she said just be really open with conversations about poo talk about Mm -hmm. it a lot really nut out these feelings because it's obviously it's traumatic for him there's obviously a lot there so oh man and Mm. I like I didn't realize until I've never seen him yeah that would just be heart heartbreaking yeah to see how much he comprehended what what that video was saying and how much that was hitting home oh man he obviously understood that yeah 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 she also recommended, um, it's a vi- also a YouTube video, which we've watched with him since. It's called Everyone Poops by Taro mm-hmm. Gomi. I might have to go have a look. It's just a cute little thing about, you know, like all living things eat, so all living things poop. And talks about how elephants do big poops and mouse do tiny poops. And it just
1: ah, yeah, you know, opens yeah. up
0: conversation about poop, basically. Yeah,
1: that's that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, just normalizing it. Yep. Mm. And then she also suggested an OT in Adelaide who specialises in toileting and has a huge range of resources. So I'm going to try and book in with her in the new year if I can get an appointment. Um, but anyone in Adelaide, her name, well, her website is Toilet Time. Um, but don't beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, don't take my appointment. <laughs> I better call up tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say, you better do it now before we
1: release this podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Um, but I. I have had lots of open conversations about poo with him, obviously, since that appointment. Nothing has really improved mm. except that he has, by accident, done a little mm-hmm. poo on the potty. Again, I think it's just he was sitting down to wee was just there and yeah. Yeah. it yep. just was coming. Yeah, which was exciting. Again, we could do that big excitement and you could see how proud he was, but then it just doesn't eventuate to anything. Like Next time it just goes mm. back to the same thing. So it's tricky. It's really tricky and it's just trying to be patient and he'll get mm-hmm. there. But I have another funny story. I think I've told you this one, but um, I've said in previous episodes, you know, now that the weather's warming up and we're softening Jack's poos that, you know, it has to come out. So I'll just leave his pants off and surely he'll rush to the potty or the toilet and he won't poo on the floor. Like I've said Mm -hmm. that in previous episodes, those words, he won't poo on the floor, surely. Yeah, you have. So you can see where this is going. Uh (laughs) He pooed on the floor. Of course. So (laughs) I had his pants off. (laughs) And I was actually I was actually in, you know, it was in the morning and I was in getting ready, um, getting dressed or whatever. And I come out and I hear him going, uh, <laughs> which is normally what he, the sound he makes when he's done a poo. And I said, have you done a poo? And he looks at me and goes, yes. And I was like, Aww. where? Cause it's like he obviously had no pants on. I said, did you do it in the potty? And he goes, no, here. And he was pointing to the floor, Aww. like our wooden floorboards. And it, well, there was no poo there. And I was like, no, buddy, there's no poo. And, like, I looked a little bit closer and actually there was, like, smears, like, smears, as if someone had tried to clean it up. And I was like, where's the poo now? And he goes, I picked it up and put it in the toilet. <laughs> he tried. He tried. I was like, using what? Using what, yeah. Jack, did you Did you pick it up with your hands? He's like, I got toilet paper oh, and I bless. picked it up and I put it in the toilet and I flushed it and I looked oh. in the toilet and there was, like, bits of broken up toilet paper and pooed out, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, Jack. oh, oh, at, least he oh. Yeah, like,
1: well, at least you did try and clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Oh, my gosh.
0: And I was like, let's just wash those hands, hey? Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> <Yo>. in case. <laughs> But like you, you, know, you always say he, we talk about them being scared of pooing and stuff. But not, he's happy enough to pick it pick up. Pick it up, like, yeah. It's just insane how <laughs> the little ones work. Far out. Oh, gosh. Anyway, moving on to the next. Quickly talking about feelings. So that was the other thing with the psychologist that we talked about. It was the big emotions, which I've talked about here before. Um, she just reiterated the importance of naming and acknowledging Jack's mm-hmm. big feelings. And then having a, you know, tangible, concrete way to accept the situation and keep going. So during the session she noticed a few things with Jack. So she had some toys out and he was playing and there was a car that was broken and he was like, got really angry about this car that was broken and he was like throwing it away and he didn't want this car Mm. that was broken. And she goes, is this an issue for him often? And I said, yes, if anything's Mm -hmm. broken. He doesn't like it anywhere. Like he can't have it in his sight. It needs to go in the bin or it needs to be away. And she just, um, she said, okay, well, that's a good example. So, you know, acknowledging the situation, his reaction by saying, oh, I see it's broken. I can see that Mm. you're sad about that. And then having a clear response to that situation, which includes safety if necessary. So she said, you know, we'll put it on the shelf and we'll keep it safe so that we don't hurt ourselves. And that's what Mm -hmm. we did during the session. She said also at home it might be worth getting a box Mm -hmm. Where anything that he's angry with or frustrated with, we put it in the in the angry box or the sad box, yeah, and we leave it there until we're feeling better about it, and then he can go back to it when later he's ready. He yeah, to, yeah, which I thought was a great idea as well. Yeah, I like that idea because it's putting that feeling aside and acknowledging it, yeah. but then having a safe place for it so that we can move on. And I thought you know, all the things that mm. upset him, if we could u- utilize something like that, like even just. Mm-hmm a pair of shorts in the morning that don't feel right and he's not happy to wear them. Okay, we'll put them in the box. I was like, that's great. Out of sight, out of mind.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get really worked up to the point of exploding. Yeah, it's kind of stopping that exploding before yeah. it happens and then if if and when he wants to go back to them, he has that control of going back and getting it.
0: Yeah, that's right. And if we want to try and fix it or, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of that as well. He's like, daddy, fix it. Daddy, fix it. And I was like, well, dad's not home not right home. now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We get that a lot. Yeah.
0: Things that need new batteries or anything. And I'm like, it's, or super glue. And I'm like, well, that's daddy's job. Mm-hmm. I do the same. So we just <laughs> Yeah. But he he gets to a point where he can't understand, he can't comprehend that. And he just wants it fixed now. So yeah, we'll, we'll put that in the box. Everything.
1: Everything's going go to go in a box. Mummy might go in
0: the box some days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Mummy's broken today. I'm in the box.
0: Yeah. And then she said, so the next step was modeling and using solutions to manage the distress. So she said like, let's sit together and take a few deep breaths. Mm-hmm. Let's find a toy to cuddle or have a drink of water or go for a quick walk. And then returning to the clear and firm expectation for his behaviors. So what do we need to do now? You know, back to say playing safely or sharing or whatever that might be. So I thought that were some good tips and yeah. I love that I can share them here. Yeah, you know, my psychologist who charges two hundred fifty dollars yes. a night, i will give you all <laughs> of the advice for free. For free. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, but um, it's so nice to find someone who has actual strategies to put in place because I've said for so long that I feel like my OT should be helping us with all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's a little bit of an OT thing, and we've just been getting not much in not terms much of back strategies. From that, yeah, and now I just feel like yeah, I feel like finally we're getting some ways to work through all of this. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing she recommended was for feelings was the feeling series or when I'm feeling books by oh, Tracy yeah, Maroney.
1: Yeah. I like Have those Have you heard of them? them? Yeah. I've got them all
0: oh have you i've never yeah. heard of them but they're like they're widely no, available
1: at kmart target big w we found all of ours at the op shops oh
0: right yeah so
1: keep an eye at the op shops as well yeah yeah
0: but if you go to the website tracemoroni.com, you can have a look at all of the the series there they're a fabulous resource um they just outline a range of emotions mm-hmm. and the related situations and thoughts and helpful responses so yeah i'm gonna look into them as well yeah i like them yeah Grecian, go for it. You've got the mic. I'll <laughs> oh, shut up.
1: I don't, I don't even, yeah, I, was gonna, I don't even really want to talk about it. <laughs>
0: oh, is it too um, much?
1: Well, where do I Still start? Still too raw? No, nah, oh, it's just, there's just a lot, yeah. So obviously, Riley was having her surgery for her. So she had her tonsils, adenoids, grommets, ears drained, tube swapped over to the other side of her nose, heap of blood tests um bronchoscopy and swabs taken while they were there and i feel like there was something else oh botox so she had botox in Mm -hmm. her notch what's the notch called some sort of notch in there and on her left vocal cord um so quite a bit of stuff and like we were like okay we can do this we'll get through it it'll be fine um the medical trauma was evident from like the moment we got into pre-op yeah it was heartbreaking like they were really good and took us to a separate room to do the pre-op with one nurse um but Riley didn't even want the nurse to put on her name bands it was that bad Mm. so she's never done that before um yeah. she usually would be really good with that type of stuff but she flipped out and she actually put herself to sleep on me which is that picture you shared mm. um so that was in pre-op yeah, um okay. she put herself to sleep on me and I thought she was having a seizure because she went really light mm. and we were like she's just put herself to sleep like what the hell is going on um yeah, but she, it was just her way of coping yeah. like it was it was too much for yeah. her <laughs> Yeah, that overwhelmed and emotionally um, drained. That yeah, oh, it's awful. Yeah, so that was hard, and then they gave her the medazolam, so the pre. What do you call it? What's it called? Sedation. So they gave her the pre-op sedation, um, just in case she needed to calm down. Even though she was asleep, we thought if she wakes and freaks out, like it's better to have it. Mm. Um, so she had that – I had to lay her down on the bed because she was on me and she kind of woke a little bit, but she was so out of it. It was actually a little bit funny because she obviously was like she was on drugs. Yeah. Technically she was on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like she was like spacing out, looking around like, wow. Yeah. So that gave us a little giggle before yeah. um, she went in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but going in, seeing them put under is never easy. Awful, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was actually – The only second time that I've seen her go under, um, I've made Justin do them every other time, but this time I was like, no, I'm going to go with her. I was cuddling her. I want to be her safe space. Um, And it's just heartbreaking Mm. seeing once the gas starts working and they do their little like jittery Mm. kick and stuff and then go out. Um, Surgery went well. There was no issues with that. Um, From what they could say on the bronchoscopy, her lungs were actually pretty decent Mm -hmm. um which was amazing they shaved the tonsils did the adenoids swapped the tube over took all the bloods did everything they need to but recover in recovery she was horrible um fighting it she was crocodile rolling um Mm. like i'm scared for the peg recovery because like if she's crocodile rolling like that Mm. like oh um but she was in so much pain, they had they gave her literally everything they could of. Um, and it wasn't until I got in there and, like, strapped her down, held her, made her feel safe. Like, her face had to be against my face. Um, mm, don't like, she tell. had to be holding my hand. Mm. Otherwise, she was just in and out of it and her oxygen levels were dropping um and I was trying to say to the nurse like can we get the prongs on her now while she's still in and out of it because there is no chance you're going to get them on when Mm. she's fully awake and she's like no we'll just do some wafting oxygen we'll just have it near her and that'll be enough but she kept dropping into like 87 89 kind of 86 just bouncing around under 90 and I was like "Mm." Mm. she's like oh maybe just hold hold the mask there I was like it's not gonna work so then she starts rolling again Mm. um so that was traumatic obviously for me and for her I don't know how much she would remember of it um it's just, so just yeah very traumatic in that
0: moment yeah like I, like yeah you know, I just can imagine like, I'd be a sweaty hot freaking mess oh yeah I was I was
1: trying to distract myself with all of the beautiful um, decorations Mm. that they had Mm -hmm. in the recovery area I was trying to talk to the nurse distract myself with that while trying to like calm Riley down and then she went back to sleep and the nurse was really worried because she took longer than normal to like kind of wake up and she Mm -hmm. wasn't actually awake when we went to the ward they did like the test that they needed to do that she responded um, but they're like, ah, oh, no, she needs to go to the ward now. She's been here too, too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still didn't put the prongs on her. So that's one thing I said to Justin. I was like, next time after the peg, I'm just going to put the prongs on her. If she needs it, she needs it. If she doesn't, then so yeah. be it. Because getting them on her afterwards mm-hmm. was horrible for Justin because yeah. um, obviously she's very traumatised with anything going near her tube on her face, like, yeah sets off a massive, massive medical anxiety. Well, so, and when they say wafting oxygen, that's just as traumatic having this uh, mask on your yeah, face. Like, yeah. They, <laughs> but she wouldn't even let us put it on her face. It had to be like under her, near her, or, close. Yeah. Near her yeah. or they took the mask off and it was just the tube. And I'm like literally shoving it, like trying to get it up as close to her nose yeah. as possible while she's trying to like crocodile roll. And I'm like, fuck, this is mm-hmm. so stressful. Just put the prongs on and plug her in. So she's yeah. sorted. Um. But, yeah, next time we'll do that. Um, so mm. we were expecting to stay overnight um, and go home in the morning. Yep. That did not happen because she just could not maintain her oxygen levels. Um, she just kept dropping. Yeah. She was on and off oxygen. She went up from like quarter of a litre to three litres just bouncing between it all and at one point I was like are we going to need to go to high flow or CPAP because she just wasn't even responding to three liters? um she was still sitting like 91. Was she 91. working hard? She was a little bit yeah a little bit um like she had a bit of a tracheal tug um at yeah. one point. Well she had to have like quite a hoarse voice yeah she didn't really talk yeah. she was in so much pain yeah. um so we had to yeah. keep on top of that um it was just mm. heartbreaking because obviously she hasn't she's needed oxygen once this winter but before that like we haven't seen it in so long and just seeing yeah. those prongs back on obviously brings back medical trigger mm-hmm. yeah huge trigger yeah. for us and then her going up and down and seeing those numbers then you focus on all those bloody numbers again and the beeping and everything And just leaving her when I knew she wasn't doing well because obviously Justin was staying with her. She wanted him. It was Mm. so heartbreaking when she was – she actually pushed me away a few times Mm. while we were there. Like Justin's like, don't take it personally but but like you do in the moment because like you want to be there. You're her mum. Like I just want to comfort her Mm. and be her support and her safe place. But she's like, no, fuck off, mum. (laughs) Like, oh. yeah. But sometimes sometimes in those moments they don't even want anyone either. Like, yeah, they're just
0: so touched out and exhausted mm-hmm. and angry and they don't even know yeah. how they feel. It's
1: so hard hard to watch. It is. It's it, yeah. Especially yeah, just she was rocking on all fours, just didn't didn't know what to make of the whole whole thing. Um mm. so it was really it was a horrible week having her in there. The doctors were a bit perplexed. Um, like a respiratory specialist knew that Riley would take a little bit longer, but he was like, they were starting to question what was going on um, by the end mm. of the week. Um, yeah, so never, never found out, had an
0: answer. They just no, said she just took longer
1: to recover. They just yeah, think just she part took of longer. The surgery to recover yeah. potentially from the stir up of the bronchoscopy because um, obviously mm. they put a bit of fluid down into the lungs when they do that. Um, yeah. So they were trying to yeah. encourage her to cough, get it up, move it. They said get her out well, of bed. The, like, and irritation of her airways as well, mm. yeah. Um, and we're like mm. how are we going to get her out of bed when she's like exhausted, laying down, we can't move it. So mm-hmm. even the chest physio came out and tried to do some exercises with her and then she'd have like huge day after that when she was exhausted um they mm. were just so like what is going on um yeah. but she just needed time pcrs were all negative um yeah she just needed mm. six days instead of one day yeah. <laughs> yeah so that was shit going backwards and forwards uh, and I'm that's really like what you yeah. were saying like no one understands what you go through so like juggling the three girls at home Macy was sleeping on me at the time because she's going what the hell is going on so it's thrown Macy out it's got Mm. after effects obviously for Hannah as well Hannah's going I miss Riley where's my buddy
0: yeah
1: um Adeline's pretty good she understands but like having to get someone to pick her up from school drop her off from school Yeah, yeah Life doesn't stop. No, life doesn't stop. Like
0: all the stuff that Mm -mm. had you had to do before, still needs still goes on. Need to go to school. We still need to eat. Yeah, and that's another thing that people don't get.
1: Yep. So there was still food shopping. There was still washing. There was still NDIS emails to reply to. There was still other therapists to contact. There was. It didn't stop. So no, like while Justin was in there, like I wanted to stay with her, but I didn't. At the same time. Because keeping my brain occupied instead of staring at the yeah. screen and staring at those numbers, yeah. um, I think was more beneficial. Yeah. Me being at home um, and actually yeah. keeping and busy and doing something.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's bad
1: for your mental health either way. With an either way, like that, whether you're yeah. the one staying yeah. or
0: not, because like if you're not there, you just that you do you just constantly you're you're worrying yeah. about yeah. it constantly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you, I, you know, you you're constantly wanting updates. And- yeah,
1: <laughs> and Justin doesn't give the best updates. <laughs> yeah I'm like I want to know her manner. numbers how was she I say yeah. how was she he's yeah. like what good. did the doctors say and I was like yeah. what do you mean yeah. good what is the number yeah. I want to know the fucking number tell me tell me her stats please what did uh, the doctor say exactly did you ask the doctors this like did you ask he's like, no yeah no I'm like <laughs> oh come on yeah um no he was yeah. pretty good this like, time
0: yeah I just remember one of Jack's admissions though that I was when I was the one staying and like you said, that watching that monitor, mm-hmm. I, I remember hardly sleeping because I just, literally nothing just was changing watching it. on the monitor. Nothing mm-hmm. was changing. Like he was stable. It was fine. I knew he was okay. But, but still you just watching. can't keep your fucking eyes off of it. Mm-mm. And I just remember like laying in that bed, knowing all the stuff that was going to be at home for me when I finally mm-hmm. got discharged and just howling. And yeah, feeling so alone. It's just such a hard Fucking time. No matter what you're in
1: for, no matter how long, exactly. it is so hard. Yeah, yep. I really felt for you. Yep. Thanks, but yeah, on top on top of that, um, my mum ended up in ICU. Um, I'm not going to mm-hmm. share too much about it because that's her that's her private yeah. life. Um, but yep. she was transferred from the hospital she was at um, after she had her hip surgery to the hospital um, across the road from Perth Children's Hospital. Um, so I said to her, thank you for coming closer. At least I can visit you. Um, but going between my mum in ICU across the road and my daughter on the ward at PCH, Mm. like that was so hard and so heartbreaking to have to decide like who to spend your time with. And Mm. I don't, I don't even know. No, no. Like I'm like the timing of that. Was just shit. Yeah, that's obviously. the other thing.
0: Like, all at once when you, yeah, I remember you was. That's when you couldn't. They couldn't figure out why
1: Riley was not needing the oxygen, and she so had to she wasn't weaning, before, and she was and then, yeah, yeah. She was yeah. looking like she was declining, and it was going to be and the stress. of frustrated. that was when your mum and was then, transferred to ICU, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. mum got transferred to ICU, and um yep. is she improving yep she's stable now yeah. she's back at the original hospital she got transferred back there oh, today gosh. so she's fine yeah. and it's it's all okay now obviously but she's gonna have a lot of medical trauma from this because she does not like hospitals she does not like needles mm-hmm. um she has mm-hmm. very big anxiety over hospitals and she didn't want to be there in icu and she i don't yeah. think she comprehended how severe things were how unwell she was yeah. no yeah. Um. Because she's never been in ICU yeah. before. I'd never been in an adult ICU. I'd only been in NICU. Um. So it was eye opener mm. for me. Um. But yeah. I was trying to explain to her how severe this is. Like they're not just throwing you in ICU just because they feel yeah. like it or yeah, like. This is severe. So if they say do something, you need to do it. You need to take that medicine. You need to listen to them. It's such Um, a generational thing, isn't it, that
0: generation, our parents' age? Yeah, and they're so stubborn with medical care and their health, yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you know what she was doing? So at one point I was sitting with her. They were doing the echo on her heart to check what was going on. And she starts yeah. flickering her eyes up and down and across, back and forth. And I was like, mum, are you about to have a seizure on me? Because that's what Riley does when she's going to have a seizure. Like I stood up like freaking out watching okay. her, num- her numbers because her blood pressure yeah. dropped a bit. And I was like watching her and she's like, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm just doing my eye exercises. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, only my mum would do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, heart it just out. gives you a heart attack. Yeah, it just gives me a heart attack. While in ICU, while they're doing an echo, like and her numbers oh, start geez. dropping, while she's mm. like moving her eyes around. Priorities, Grecian, My eyes need to be exercised. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but the whole time she just wanted to make sure her plants. Oh, her plants. Her plants. So she, uh, all she was concerned about was her plants that were going to get watered. She met uh, like that would yeah, be me, though. so definitely generational <laughs> yeah. thing.
0: Uh, Funny, so yeah there was a few funny moments but yeah yeah
1: Yeah. but the whole time was just shit like the hour drive into the hospital yeah the walk between the hospitals up to the ward up to ICU just like your mind's just going constantly like with the stuff that needs to be done at home with like how's Riley going while I'm with mum is she okay is her numbers okay and then how long do I stay with mum because I want to spend time with her but I want to get back Mm. to Riley as well and it's then how's like how much one person? Hanged. Yeah. Oh take. my god. Yeah. And it's really, it's it's really thrown me. Like I feel like it's just tipped me over the edge. Um, mm. and as if you hadn't been I tipped s- over the edge already. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I was on the edge for like <laughs> what tipped. since yeah. <laughs> since May since the end <laughs> yeah. of May. From you were the just first hanging. Now
0: you you've let go. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, but like Aww. it's gotten to the point where. I said to Justin this morning, I'm not even excited for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I just, I just don't have that spark. I don't have that passion. I just, I just feel like meh. Yeah,
0: you're exactly I'm like, That's drained. really sad. Well, there's, yeah, I'm so, so much drained mentally that you can take on board, and you've, you're you're
1: yeah. at capacity. <laughs> so I'm yeah. yeah I, is there what's after? I've got no capacity left, like to mm-hmm. do anything. Um. So I'm really praying we have an uneventful Christmas because I just want a quiet, uneventful yeah. And this is where, Christmas. we've talked about this in the past, this is where you need to
0: start saying no
1: and prioritising you mm-hmm. and your
0: mental health and your family and if people don't get it, then fuck them. We've said it before. Yeah. You get to a point where you've got to stop pleasing everyone else around you and, yeah, what you've been through, people, if they don't understand, then that's on them. So if you want to spend Christmas Day... Locked inside your house just with your girls, and you do that, do what you need That's to do. That's what I would love to do. Yeah, yep. yeah, and probably we'll just cry. put boundaries, just like I said, ba- boundaries, <laughs> just put up those boundaries. You're allowed yeah. to cry too.
1: Yeah, there's been lots of lots of crying, but like I'm grateful. Leading into the next, this little
0: segue into the next topic, but I feel like mm. you need, let say, you need a support worker.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. Mm. Uh, mm. So, but we got declined for support worker and support coordinator with our NDIS change of circumstance. So we got that. Was it that week we were in hospital uh, as well? I think. Yeah, I do I feel happening. like we got that. Yeah. Um. So we got, we've got a lot more therapy funding, which is amazing. Literally everything in the plan, we're really happy with, apart mm. from being declined, support coordinator and support worker. So yep. I was super frustrated, especially about the support coordinator because obviously they have such, oh, their job is amazing, like what they can do mm. and help and push for and put together and take the pressure off the parents yep. um, a little bit. And that's just what I needed. And like you were but saying, like no. how, how, how? Yeah, I just, I don't understand. How can I prove that I need help and I need a support coordinator. Well, even that. How like can how they say how no more? with your situation? <laughs> yeah. Like you said, you've got yeah. four girls, you've got... But apparently I must have enough time <sighs> to juggle <Yeah. laughs> it all. And like yeah. when we chatted with Hayley, she's obviously going to explain everything, but yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, so we, we the plan was um, at this point we would bring in... Um, Yeah, my support coordinator, Hayley, from Ali Disability Support Services to chat about NDIS, all of your questions, as well as just running through some of the basics that people might not know about. Mm -hmm. Um, We have chatted with Hayley. It went a lot longer than we expected. I was like, let's yeah. just throw Haley in. It was amazing. For, yeah. Let's just throw Haley in. We'll ask her some questions. We'll like bulk out the episode fifteen minutes. And then I was like, No. We didn't need to bulk out an episode <laughs> episode. No, she um she we talked for a good hour with Haley and yeah, so 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 glad much we did. information. Yeah, because it's yes yeah. so many questions that you guys have asked and that, you know, even things like this, we talked about how,
1: how like mm-hmm. I wrote my little notes. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grecian had a notepad. And her pen. Yep, I have my, my like, little notes know, written next to the questions. You know, the difference
0: between how you like one person one day can get a support worker, the person someone the next day can't get a support worker. You know, she talks about the evidence that yeah you need to provide so it's
1: very informative
0: yeah lots of lots of information so that'll be a follow-on from this episode it'll be the next next episode just be like a part one and two i thought it would fit Mm -hmm. in nicely in with this episode because yeah grecian you did just have
1: have your plan um review and Mm -hmm. and that was my question to a support coordinator (laughs) how and why did this not happen so she's the perfect person to ask yeah, so
0: I will give, obviously give a formal um, introduction to Haley in that episode, but just to give you guys, you know, a little bit of a sneak peek into what we'll we'll be talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: Cool. So let's get into something that you want to forget and something you want to do again. I'm going to go first because I want to fucking forget all last week. <laughs> Everything. I thought you were
0: going to say I want to forget. Just erase. raise.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah no the whole year Aww. no there were some good points in the year but yeah. let's just focus on last week um I just want to forget all of that and move on from it um mm. and just find those happy moments together as a family in the next week with Christmas and New Year so that's yeah. what I want to forget here's to 2023 uh, it's going
0: to be a lot nicer for you Grecian.
1: I'm praying. Yep. praying yes please mm-hmm. Universe, whatever God, something out there, positive as my mum would say, positive, positive, positive. She's very positive. (laughs)
0: Yeah, what is it
1: like? (laughs) Put out into the universe what you want, yeah, put out into the universe. Yep, 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 I try. Um, and something I want to do again. So it was really nice. Have you got the other day? (laughs) I'll be very impressed. Yeah, yeah I do. I do. I had to think of it. Um, but it's just one of those moments, um, that. I used to do as a child, um, and I have fond memories of doing this on school holidays. So we set up the sprinklers at the back of our house. Oh, like Justin yes. just mowed the lawn, so freshly mowed lawn, that smell. Putting the sprinklers oh, on, and I was like, let's get the kids outside and. Macy was just playing with the sprinklers. Addie was running through them. Riley was, like, playing with the edge of it and things like that. Oh, my that. God, so, now I'm tearing up. Oh, my God. oh, <laughs> oh it was just so, a nice yeah. moment.
0: gives <sighs> me, form fuzzies after what you the week you've had. Yeah, yeah.
1: it was really yeah. nice. And um, to just have that time together after a shit week yeah. and bring back memories from my childhood as well. Like, they're the things that I remember from school holidays. That's what so, makes me s-
0: tear up because you know anything that brings back those warm fuzzies from your childhood is so special in your own children yeah isn't it it's like this yep. oh oh so special yeah like th- that's something that you did that was so important to you that you're now passing on that tradition to your children is so special mm-hmm.
1: oh, and something beautiful. as simple as running through the sprinklers yeah like, it normally is the kids it's normally those it. simple things yeah mm-hmm. yeah and just sitting there watching them see their faces light up like it's yep. just really nice yeah. so that's mine Lovely. Mm, beautiful.
0: Um, so my something you I want to forget, it's still painting. Because
1: <laughs> I'm still <laughs> <laughs> still going. Oh I God. told you it was gonna take like six I think we took sixty hours to paint our cubby, so actual no mm-hmm. joke. Like I think two mm-hmm. weeks of full-time work in
0: painting this mm-hmm. fucking cubby. I it don't is. even know if I've talked about it what is. we're painting, but we're painting a cubby for Christmas. It's a kids' mm-hmm. Jack cubby. It's the same one that Grecian has, mm-hmm. so she knows what we're going through right now. I told oh you, sixty gosh. hours.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> it's worth painting, obviously.
0: Yeah, and it we're so close. I think tomorrow is going to be the last bit of painting. Tomorrow, my Woo-hoo. god, I'm so excited. But we're uh, and because you can't do it with the kids because it's a it's a Christmas present. Mm-mm. It's a surprise. So it's when they're in bed, I'll fascinate up into the shed until like ten thirty at night painting. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. And on the back of that, because I can't really have two the same, two weeks in a row, it's how sore my body is from painting. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> from bending over and, like, yeah, reaching up. Anyway, Scott's as I'm finishing the painting, Scott is starting to put little bits of it together. And thank God oh, we actually have a big shed that we can do this in because we'd be fucked otherwise. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Little sucks with some sweets in there that we've we're lucky that we've got yeah, the shed and we can actually do this
1: as do much as possible. Otherwise, prior. yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be able yeah to. else we'll
0: be very stressed on Christmas Eve. Oh, no, you um, wouldn't even be able to paint
1: that well, not the paint would go up, even putting, unpainted. putting parts of it,
0: yeah, even putting parts of it together before mm. Christmas Eve, you know, like putting the loft, we've done the loft part, and oh, yeah, yeah, um, that's putting make the it floor easier. together, like putting some of the sides together, like just at least preempting some mm-hmm. of it so we don't have to be stressed although we will still be stressed and I'll still be kn- knee-deep in wine um <laughs> thankfully not, my mum and stepdad are coming over to help so that's good because I think we'll need it but so many people are so invested in our cubby building exercise because it's pretty impressive what it's we're doing. Long. So, yeah go check out my highlights in my stories if you haven't seen it it's going to be an epic little pay space but anyway something I want to do again oh it's it's actually again I feel bad same as last episode I've had a really good week don't feel bad it's good no but I've been very stressed <laughs> at least one of about, us is about your situation obviously oh I was just such a good friend I take on a lot of your heartache you are gonna make I'd, me cry again well, no I just I, when I've, I've listened to your voice memo that day when your mum had been transferred to ICU and I, oh my god you were in tears and my heart just shattered and I'm like think fuck I'm so far away and I can't do anything to support you. Oh, and it's just,
1: oh
0: I just want to give you a hug. Oh, <laughs> oh. We <we're> both cry. <laughs> it's just really hard being away from friends when yeah. you know that they don't have support and you wish that you could be that for them and you're so far away. And not feeling so helpless. So anyway, I'm actually doing something that I want to do again and that's not it. <laughs> What I was going to say, I want like all of the Christmas things at the moment, like the, the pageant and the carols and the fireworks. Oh yeah, that looks so, so good. So magical, like especially for this age, like both of the boys have a little bit of a comprehension.
1: It's so magical for it them. It
0: is. And like the excitement, this is the one time of the year I just, that whole body excitement, like they're jumping out of their skin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, so for instance jack's ot gave him some you know reindeer food which is just oats with glitter in them at his mm-hmm. last session for the year and on the way home he said i can't wait to feed this to the reindeers and play with them when they visit <laughs>
1: just oh, the, the pure
0: innocence i was like had to explain to him that that's no so we innocent. don't actually see the reindeers unfortunately oh. but um yeah and then like the baking mm-hmm.
1: you've been doing so many, so much baking uh, i'm so jealous
0: but again that's something that it brings you back to your own childhood and those traditions and
1: yeah so that was really fun
0: and hopefully we can do that again
1: all right that's it are we done we're done i'm going to go cry some more now but off, I'm off sorry the air. let it all out no don't be sorry have some more
0: ice cream i already I had just ice keep cream recommending you to have ice cream
1: i know that's cuz you know me so well do you know how much ice cream i had last week tell me like almost every every night i drove through Macca's or Days and got a oreo mcflurry or an oreo storm oh mate if that's the one fucking thing that brings you brightness <laughs> in that
0: that time oh, i did you every it. You every time it 100 times a day and no one would judge. oh it was so
1: bad not bad it's like no, it was, one guilty it was pleasure, so bad for me you know? but like yeah i had to see i was literally sit in my car by myself or with macy if she was asleep in the car um, I can just imagine you howling, howling from as wherever they like, were. Like yeah, crying as I'm eating this ice cream. <laughs>
0: tears are dropping into <laughs> the ice cream. Like, yeah. Again, yeah, that's
1: pretty much what it was. Like, full bloom. That's pretty much what it was. Cross legged in the front seat of my car, yes. <laughs> in the driveway, like,
0: <laughs> wiping your eyes with yep. all your mascara going everywhere. I can just picture it.
1: Yeah. Yeah yep that's that's how it was
0: all right guys so upcoming episodes yeah obviously the next one as we said will be with Hayley all things MVIS yeah and then I did just want to give you guys some heads up because we are getting a bit more content up our sleeve which is nice that we're going to have a you know trying to yeah yeah. um so we are (laughs) talking with nurse Tori um she's a NICU nurse from the states She's quite um Mm -hmm what's the word? I don't want to say influential, but she's quite big in the States. She has her own podcast, very experienced and knowledgeable NICU nurse. So that's going to be a mm, great I can't wait episode. for this one. Yeah, we're going to talk about like obviously the perspective of a NICU nurse and mm. ask a lot. Some of you have put in some questions for her. So, yep, that's an upcoming episode. And then we also are going to get our – original host Emma on the podcast because yes. she is also pregnant again I don't know if I've shared that here have I I think I don't think so no. I think... yeah so big news obviously very exciting but very yes very scary exciting but and yeah stressful time for her after losing yep. her gorgeous willow and having obviously two previously premature births so That'll probably be in the new year. Well, both of these will probably drop in the new year, but just a heads up, something to look
1: forward to. I look forward to chatting with Emma. Yeah,
0: if you do have any questions for Emma, because I know some of you obviously got to know her very well through this podcast Mm. and her story and are very invested in her journey too. So if you've got any questions for Emma, she's um, open book and she really wants to delve deep into the anxiety of a high-risk pregnancy, which I know, again, so many of you will relate to. So, yeah, that's what's coming. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, Yay. we hope you all have. Well, I don't know if we're going to say Merry Christmas because I don't know when this episode's going to drop. I know. We yeah. can say I hope
1: you had a good Christmas have or I hope had. you have yeah. a, yeah, have a um, wonderful Christmas. And, yeah,
0: really soak up what this is all about. And, yeah, spend that time with your family. Do less therapies. Be more present. No more guilt. No, just, just yeah. focus
1: on what you can focus on. Don't. Yeah feel the pressures from everyone else that's what I'm feeling at the moment like to have all those decorations and listen to the music and all that stuff but I really need to sit back and I just yeah yeah. Yeah. so I know I need to take that advice um so that's my plan yeah and
0: have a safe new year and we will be back with you in 2023. It's crazy. Eee, that's exciting. Crazy? That's Thanks scary. for listening again, guys. We we love you. We're so thankful for all of your support in 2023.
1: Up, oh, well Now I'm getting ahead 2022. Of 2022. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> yeah. We're grateful yes, for that so thank too. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for letting me come on the podcast and Aww. join you this year. I just can't, I can't wait for the day where we have
0: time to invest properly in doing social media and sponsors and actually making this a bit more of a um full-fledged thing Mm -hmm. but you guys are you guys get it you understand and one day we'll get there slowly slowly and Mm -hmm. every episode you'll hear my little cooper dog in the background it's tradition now
1: he's my favorite yeah he's my favorite
0: All right, guys, have a lovely, lovely Christmas and New Year and we will speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.